All right, so let's go ahead and get started, you guys. If you, if you just don't mind, would you mute yourself where you are? I'm happy to mute you if like maybe that's tough or it's not working, but we're going to get started the way we always get started here. And I'm going to talk to you a little bit more about what the babes are, but nothing would be right unless we started with prayer. So that's where we're going to begin. We do this little thing. And you know, I'm, I'm from the fitness world. I'm all about like the body and like how important, you know, posture is and, and how that really reflects like kind of the state of our mind and the state of our heart. So if you would, except for you, Nikki, who I think is driving, um, if you would just roll your shoulders back a few times and I want you to slowly start breathing in, just inhale, roll those shoulders up, back and down and then exhale, deep breath in again, exhale for me. This time inhale God's goodness and his hope and his love and what he's done for us. And I want you to exhale anything that's hindering you today, anything that's bugging you, anything you read or saw, maybe it's that thing from years ago. We just exhale it out one more time. Deep breath in. I want you to hold it for just a second. Hold it. And now exhale it in the slow, most possible manner. Just gently exhale that out through your nose, if at all possible. And let's pray. Jesus, God, I love you so much. God, you are so good. Thank you for this time. Thank you for these ladies. Thank you for the ladies that are just popping, dropping by to say, hey, thank you for our founders that have been with us from the very beginning. And they understand, Lord God, this need for women like us and the need that we have, Jesus, just not only be closer to you, but to have those connections, Lord God, that are not that are non-judgmental and loving women that want more Jesus, but that maybe like be a little bougie, but that are not mean girls and that they're anti-mean girls. And just we need a connection, Lord, here to hold each other accountable, to lift each other up, to stand in the gap for one another. And you have made this happen. Jesus, I praise you for that. All the while I thought I was doing this for others, Lord God, and you have given me so much through this. And I praise your holy name. It's only the things, Lord God, that you you can do. You can only do this. We couldn't have made it happen. Please be with us today, sweet Jesus. I ask this forgiveness of my sins as I come to you, just wanting to praise you and just show these ladies what it is you've done. And just to thank you, God. I love you so much. Thank you for this time. Please, Holy Spirit, just come here, come with us and let this be fun. Let this be lifting up, uplifting is how you say it, but also let this be enjoyable. I love this and I just love you in your precious name, I pray. Amen. So um, let me just tell you real fast. My name is Mindy Lawhorn. I'm the founder of the Bible Babes. Um, when my husband, my late husband was really sick, I kept something in my heart kept saying, there's gotta be women that get, uh, that get you, that, that, that feel the same way I feel that need the same things I need, but that are who we are, you know, type of, type of thing. Jesus's daughters, of course, daughters of Kings, but people that might own your own business, maybe they're not, maybe they're in fitness, maybe they're not, maybe they have a really hard time finding like-minded women. And for me, that was one of my biggest heartaches, honestly, because unfortunately, uh, the most I've ever been hurt really has been by women in the church. And um, I'm not mad at them. It's a lot of things. But what I did seek to do, especially in that stage of my life, I want to find women that get it. I want to find women that are are loving and they want good, accountable, Jesus loving women, regardless of their fashion, regardless of where they are in life, age, you know, whether they're married or not married, where they have kids or grandkids, where they have no kids. We as women were designed, you know, to have this sort of fellowship and this friendship. But unfortunately, um, I didn't. It was very hard for me to find women that just understood. I love dressing like this. This is fun for me. But I think people automatically judge when you do that. And so that was hard. And I'm like, my heart is Jesus. Yeah, I like fitness. And yes, I like dressing probably clothes that maybe it's size too small for me. It's a big deal. But I know what God has done through fitness. He's what he's done through hardship. 
and I know what he's done through my life. And I'm like, there's got to be women that need this. And there's got to be women that want more Jesus, but that understand. And I don't, I don't mean this to sound like anything about myself, but like a good hearted woman that loves Jesus and just wants to have fun and wants friendship. And I want to learn more about Jesus. and I want to go closer to him, but can't it be done in just a real non-judgmental, not, oh, we're this religion or that religion or this church kind of way. Let's just seek his word and see what happens. And so I'm thinking, I'm going to have this big ministry, you know, for all these women. And Lee passed, uh, I guess, two and a half months after I started this. And I'm thinking to myself, I, I can't keep doing this. I, oh, and I was, my mind was blown. I was, in, I was in misery. I was in grief. And every time I would pray about God, I have to stop this. Show me how to stop it. He would say, oh, no, no, no. You don't need to stop this because Lee passed. You have to do this because Lee passed. And then I'm just like, how am I ever going to do this? I'm barely brushing my teeth, which is not true because I'm a weirdo about brushing my teeth. But you know what I mean? I'm like, I don't know. Last time I showered, I've been in the same sweats for days, you know, and, and when you're just that sad, you, you know, just it's just very, very difficult. And through these women and through having a commitment to God's word, God's truth, let's pray. Let's maybe talk about fashion. Maybe let's have discounts through different places, but let's stick to the main thing. God has brought these women to us and after doing this for a while, I realized, you know, two, two minds are better than one. God, we bring someone to us um, or maybe someone that's already a babe that would partner with me, that just love women and love God's word, loves teaching and maybe, you know, has a story. And God brought to mind Michelle. Michelle, will you raise your hand and wave? So that beauty. Um, I live in Texas. She lives in where it's cold all year long. She walks her dog at four, like 5 a.m. in the morning, whether it's 20 degrees or 10 or whatever. But she has the most amazing God story ever. And she um, is sort of a yin to my yang, so to speak, That which that sounded weird, but you know what I mean. Um, and God has brought us together. And I cannot praise God more than that because all she's done is helped breathe life into our small groups, into our Bible studies, whether they're very light Bible studies or whether they're deep Bible studies. And we as babes um, want to move forward in who we are as moms, wives, single women, grandmothers, friends, uh, through Jesus, because we know he's got a much better plan for us than anything we could ever try to do on our own, regardless of what we've been through. And, you know, a lot of us have been through some horrible things. And I think what that does is not that it's like, look at us. It shows the power of what God does in weakness. It shows his power through our struggle, whether we've had trauma, whether we've had a death, whether we ourselves have been wronged and we all have stories but here's what I know. That's where God works. Struggle produces perseverance. Per perseverance produces character and character produces hope and hope does not disappoint you guys. And that's the firm foundation we're standing on because that's God's truth. So as babes, we do Bible studies. We do calls. We have a text message if you want. And by the way, we're not about cramming things down you in every facet possible, but we have a lot of opportunity for what it is we, you know, offer, whether it's text messages or small groups, um, we have, we have a full membership, um, website, which is kind of like a little academy, so to speak, where we house everything discounts and our calls and Bible studies and all that stuff. And, um, I'm sure I'm forgetting something. Oh, but we have a live event. Oh my God. We had a live event in July and I can't even tell you, like everyone raise your hand. that was at the live event. Like, Oh, like, Oh, Oh my gosh. What God did. Julie up there with a baby in the hat. First of all, she's a pilot. She's kind of a big deal. She was almost birthing that baby. She's like, oh, I'm coming. I'm like, are you for sure? 
Because if you have this baby on my watch, I'm not going to be happy. So she literally went home and had the baby, what, three days later? Yeah, like three days later. Like, what? Who does that? She does, because we're cool that way. But it was the coolest event. We had speakers and we had swag. We had music and we had photographers, which, by the way, girls, photos are coming. I gave it to Delana and I apologize. She's doing her best. Pictures will be coming. Um, Beautiful God event. And God just breathed life into it. Michelle taught I taught a little bit. We had a speaker. We had a dance party. And as maybe lame as that sounds with a bunch of women, oh no. Oh, it was so not lame. And we had a theme and everything. So God is doing some really cool stuff. But I have to say the, the biggest thing I want uh, to share with you today is how God is growing each of us through this community. And I feel like I have some of the best friends that will pray for me the drop of a hat. And by the way, right before this, I messaged a few people, something has happened kind of in our area. And I was like, you got to pray right now. And they're like doing it. I mean, like we will drop everything and pray. I don't know if you have people like that around you where you live. Maybe you do, maybe you don't, but I'm telling you right now, I don't. And I live in the Bible belt. Like there's, you know, on every corner. But what I just want to share with you is that this is a place for any woman that wants any of that. And I've had like people go, well, I'm not bougie, but I like looking at everyone else, you know, that is totally not a requirement, but it's going to come with it. So that being said, we're also very, very real. We talk about our pain. We talk about struggle. I mean, I was on a call and my mom, I, I got five like texts from my family. Like what is happening? They're like mom has COVID. And I'm like, you guys, I'm going to have to let you go, which by the way, she's fine. She's great. She used it as an opportunity to get more attention. I'm promising you she's fine. Thank God. But, um, Michelle's going to step in and just talk to you a little bit about our verse for the Bible babe. She's also going to have, um, we've asked just a few of our girls to come in and speak a little bit and talk to you about like, why are you a babe? Why have you stayed here? What does it give you? Um, and then the reason I'm, uh, kind of starting with that. Oh my gosh. I hope no more, pe- more new people come on when I have to go, but my son is sick. <laughs> we came back with something from Mexico. I'll leave it there. And I do not regret going to Mexico. We're going back in November, but I have to take it this right now um, for to fix that situation. So we're real. We are very, very real. But I just want to say thank you. Hi, hi, Melanie. Thank you for being here. Um, please ask any of these girls questions. You can put it in the chat. You can even message them. They're open. They're willing. And they're willing to tell you what keeps them here and what draw drew them here and also what it means to them. And I think we each take a little bit about what we need from this. But um, I want to just let you know, I'm happy you're here. I'm going to be praying for you. I'm going to let Michelle pop in. And then um, just, just hang on and listen. Even if you're driving or you're out and about, if you're at Target, I could care less. Just listen. Uh, if you're folding clothes or whatever, fine. Just listen. Um, or if you're at work, like look at Cindy. She, Cindy, you're pretending. That's just fake typing. She's fake typing, y'all. She has to pretend like she's working when her boss, you know, goes by. Um, but I love you. And I thank you so much for being here, Michelle. I cannot tell you how much I love you. And all, everyone that's going to say something, thank you. This is being recorded. So just remember, if there's something that's going to hold you like penalty you know, to the law, you know what I mean? And you don't want like, the police finding out, then don't say it. You know what I'm saying? Because it's being recorded. All right. So Michelle, take it away. Thank you. Welcome, ladies. I'm so happy to see all of you here. My name is Michelle Michaud, and I live in Minnesota. So one thing that I like to do each week when we get on is to have us in our Bibles. So if you would, if you all just grab your Bible, we're going to be in there. A lot of times I'm kind of long-winded today. I won't be. So I'm just going to have us look up one scripture first. So I'll give you a minute just to find your your Bible. And maybe if you want to find something, I always encourage everyone to underline or to highlight in your Bibles. 
So I'll give you a second. Okay, so as you're finding your Bibles, we are going to go into Philippians 1, 9 through 10. And I'm holding this hat up. This is one of the things that we got at our getaway. And actually, that is our Bible verse for the Bible babes. So what I want to do today is I want us just to read it, to underline it, to highlight it. And then I'm just going to give you a little bit more of a deeper meaning of what Paul is saying in Philippians 1, 9, and 10. So I'll go ahead and have you open up your Bibles. I get my glasses here so I can read it. Okay. Philippians 1, verses 9 and 10. Verse 9 says, And it is my prayer that your love may abound more and more with knowledge and all discernment. So I'm going to stop right there, and I'm just going to talk about what that verse means. So this is a letter that Paul is writing to the Philippians, and he talks about love several times in this letter. He talks about it in Philippians 1, 2.1, 2.4, 2.4, and 4.1. And the love that Paul is crediting to the Philippian church is not simply a feeling of affection. It's an active, lived-out love. So as I'm talking about these two verses, I want you to think about how that is in your life, how that is what we are as Bible babes as a community. So like I said, it's an active, lived out love. So Paul uses the Greek word agape, meaning selfless, sacrificial concern for the benefit of others. So based on the reputation and the love of the Philippian church, that was already really strong. And Paul is just praised that it grows more and more. And Paul isn't merely concerned with the love, even though it's a critical characteristic. It's not the most important thing, our aspect of the Christian life. He is specifically praised for two other qualities, as we read in the verse, which is knowledge and discernment. So true biblical love requires knowledge. So we grow in love when we learn about God's love for us and about how to live and love others well. In addition to love includes discernment. So discernment helps us to love better by allowing us to focus on God's kind of love. His love is unconditional rather than human love, which is typical. Um, A lot of times we focus on ourselves. I think selfies is the opposite of love when I see all these people doing selfies. So let's read verse 10. It says, so that you may approve what is excellent and so be pure and blameless for the day of Christ. So a growing love helps us approve what is excellence. So those who will love will be morally pure. Paul, again, is going to talk about purity in Philippians 4, 8, adding finally, he says, brothers, whatever is true, honorable, just, pure, lovely, commendable, If there's anything excellence, if there's anything worthy of praise, to be thinking about those things. So a growing love helps us approve what is excellent. And similar to verse 6, verse 10 here refers to the day of Christ. And just quickly, I'm going to say this may be a reference to the rapture or to the beginning of the millennial kingdom. But when we think about what the babes are in a babes community, that's exactly what we are. We are growing in excellence. I will always encourage you to grow spiritually. Sometimes I like to give you different things. And I don't ever ask you to talk out loud or in front of people unless you're comfortable with that. But I think it's so important that we just kind of live outside of that comfort zone. And we just do what Christ has asked us to do in this world. 
So I just wanted to share with you a couple of the babes. I think we have five babes are going to share why they became babes. And so I just want to tell you why I became a babe. Um, I just wanted to be with like-minded women who love Jesus with their whole heart. And kind of like what Mindy said in her story as well, I just didn't find a lot of people that I was connecting with here. I do like to, I, I don't know, my husband says I like to dress like a hot mama. And sometimes in different churches that may not be very well received, I'm very into what I eat and what I put into my body and just fitness. So I wasn't finding a space or place that I was really fitting into with a lot of other women. And I really, I love the Lord with my entire heart. And I think no matter what the struggles that we are going through, that we can have joy and peace in the Lord. And I just wanted to find other women that would accept me for all my quirks and all my silliness and all the stuff that I do as I am. And I have found that within the community of the Bible Babes. And I think for me personally, it is such an honor to be able to pray for others. I just think that is one of the most valuable things that we can do for others. And I love praying and I pray for all the babes and I pray for them constantly. So if you ever have a prayer request, feel free. I'm on Facebook um, to send me a message. Or if you're in a small group, to send me a message. And then I just, a little bit about myself. Like I said, I live in Minnesota. I am a grandma or actually I'm a Mima. I don't go by grandma. I have five grandkids. I have three kiddos. I have a therapy dog. Her name is Charlie. We work with kids. We just started teaching a Bible study to five beautiful women in a memory care, and we do hospital visits. So that's just a little bit about myself. And if I could have Deborah unmute yourself, and if you would share a little bit, that'd be great. Unmute. Thank you, Michelle. And good morning, everybody. It's always nice to see your lovely faces. This is one of the highlights of my week, getting on and seeing everybody. So um, so thanks for that, Michelle. And I guess I would say, uh, so I, I was raised, uh, I'm a cradle Catholic and like a, quite a few women in this group, but I never really understood why the Bible was so important in our faith because it was never really emphasized in our education growing up. So um, I do a lot of Bible studies in my church. I do have a church community. I'm, I'm pretty active uh, in my church. I teach uh, Sunday school. And before the pandemic, I was a Eucharistic minister. And I do a lot of volunteer work at um, uh, rehab centers and here doing the rosary and that sort of thing in our neighborhood. But our church is, it's very family oriented, but it's also, there's a lot of uh, older people. And when I say older, I probably am one of those people now because I'm in my fifties, but I just feel that there isn't enough of an active sort of um, like prayer community. We do have a, a prayer chain uh, that we get emails about, you know, every day. But I just wanted to be, like Michelle um, said, connected to a like-minded group of women who, one, I could see every every week because it's very touch and go here with our church right now. Our church is under construction and we have mass now in the parish center. And so, and we just had a change of pastors. And so, you know, a, a lot of those factors have contributed to uh, a lot of people just not going to church. So it's kind of hard to see people in person unless 
you know them personally. And now even with COVID, it's hard to do that. So uh, I like the fact that we are able to meet with each other every week, see each other's faces, chat. We have small groups that we are in as well so that we can uh, have conversations about different things. We have uh, different Bible studies that we do outside of the regular Bible Babes group. Uh, and I just like it. There, there are women here from all walks of life, uh, single moms, you know, widow moms. Uh, you know, we all need help in life. We all need prayer. And to be in a group that is non-judgmental is, unfortunately, in religion, not always easy to come by. I find. Um, and so the fact that we can meet together and talk about girly things and pray and be on a call and pray together and pray out loud, which is not something that I was really comfortable with because growing up in church, you just you go say the things in mass, but it's not like the sort of what we would have called in our church, like the evangelical, you know, talking and singing and, and being loud. And that's not the church that I grew up in. So having the opportunity to actually do that and see the good that it does in a group um, has really sort of changed my like faith heart, if you want to say. Um, and, uh, you know, we're not perfect. None of us are perfect, but I think all of us have something amazing to contribute here. And I just think it's wonderful that Mindy has been able uh, or God has been able through Mindy um, to be able to create this ministry. So if you're not already a part of the babes, <clears throat> uh, I encourage you to join us because we really are a wonderful group. And if you have other women who you think might be need this sort of thing in their life, and frankly, I think we all need it, uh, and who are willing to sort of step out into this kind of forum and do that, um, I highly encourage it. So, and um, it's also great to have this uh, live <clears throat> event We've been on Zoom for two years uh, before we were able to actually like meet in person. So it was really great. And hopefully we'll be able to do a lot more of that. Uh, it was a really wonderful experience. Sorry, Brenda. <laughs> anyway, so um, thanks for giving me the opportunity to share uh, my babe's experience. And um, yeah, come join us. I appreciate that. One thing that I wanted to tell you all exactly what she said. So we always have something going on for all the babes. And then we do have small groups where there's 10 to 15 women. And you're once you're in that group, you stay in that group. And that's just to talk to each other, to converse, to ask for prayer requests. And then from those small groups, we always have a Bible study going on, which you can decide to do that if you want, or you don't have to do that right now. This is what we're doing. I think we have 18 in this. We meet on Wednesday nights. So there's always, you could always have something to do with the Bible babes. And then there's always something a little bit extra if you want to go dig a little bit deeper. I did want to say uh, one thing that I was thinking when Deborah was talking this Sunday. And one thing that I like to do too, is just to let you know, like what's going on in the world um, for us as Christian women, just to be sharing the love of Christ. So on October 10th, every year, well, the second Sunday in October, every year is clergy appreciation. 
So I encourage you just to send a note to your clergy members, whether you put it in your offering, just saying you're doing a great job praying for you or whatever that looks like. I want us to get comfortable being out in the world and letting other people know that we are the daughters of the great King. So thank you, Deborah. And then Julie, were you eating with a munchkin spoon? Did I just see you eating something out of it with I eat with the munchkin spoons all the time. That's what I love about having grandkids. I have all those cute little cups and those baby spoons. I love it. I saw you, girl. Okay, so Cindy, would you mind uh, popping on? Sure. Um, well, I joined earlier this year, actually. I um, My husband's prior military, and we moved all over the place. And every place we've moved, I've always found my sister friends real quick. And I thought, okay, we finally, we retired in Eastern Tennessee. We live on a lake and it was the dream home and we're done moving. Next time we move, we are, we are the ones that go out in the box. There's no other boxes that go out with us. And I had all the plans of meeting all my sister friends and it was going to be great. And it hadn't happened yet. And I'd heard about Bible Babes probably right after she started talking about it a couple of years ago, year and a half ago, whenever. But it didn't, it wasn't something I was ready for, or I didn't have the drive to go that way. And then I started thinking, I have friends all over the country that I call all the time. And here I was looking for local friends that were like-minded in their in their faith and, and having fun and just uh, they don't have to be my cookie cutter, but there's enough that we had in common. And and I couldn't find it locally, but I knew I had friends all over the country. I thought, well, I could do the same thing with a Bible study online. So I reached out and started doing it. And at first I was, I think I was quieter. Others may not have thought I was quiet, but I, you know, I was a little held back listening. I thought, please don't ask me to read because like Deborah, I am also um, born and raised a Catholic. And there was times I thought, I'm not getting what I need there. Um, and there was a part of me that thought, not that the Catholic faith was wrong, but it wasn't right for me. And through the Bible babes and actually meeting more Catholics on the Bible babe, I've learned that it is okay for me. And it, one of the things I've said is I'm a cafeteria Catholic. Like, I'll take that and that, but I don't need any of that. And that's okay too. And I can be the Catholic and also do the Bible babes and do these Bible studies in other settings that are not in the Catholic church. Um, and I've never felt pressured to um, speak when I don't want to speak or come up with answers that I don't need to. Michelle has been great when I have a question. There's times she will answer it and there's times she will say, <laughs> Why don't you go look that up and figure it out and come back to me, which has made me keep it up here and learn even more. Um, but I, I, I love, I look forward to coming here every Wednesday. I look forward to the Bible studies, which you don't feel pressured to do. If I, I jumped in head first and did quite a few at the beginning. And then I got a little overwhelmed and had a really busy summer. And I said, okay. I'm going to back that off a little bit and do what I'm doing. And then I just came back and am doing the 30-day um, writing plan. And it just, things feel so comfortable and I feel so much more at peace. And 
like I said, knowing that these ladies are here. And obviously, God is who I turn to first, but sometimes I need a voice and especially a woman's voice. So when I am struggling or things are going, don't feel like they're going well, these small groups we have, I, you literally can just, I need help. And you have, I could weep because you have all these beautiful women reaching out and checking on you and praying for you. And Michelle is always good the beginning of every week. Hey, what do you, what do you need pray? You know, what do you need me to pray for? And she does it for everybody. And she, I get these beautiful notes in the, in the mail and it's like Christmas to me um, when I receive these things and, and they go with me, they stay in my Bible, they stay in my journals. It's, it's like a treat every time I find them. And I don't know why one would not join this group. That's how great I think it is. Um, I, I didn't make the um, the meeting this this summer, the the conference, the get together. I wasn't able to make it, but I cannot wait until next summer because I will for sure be there. If if God has it in His plans, that's where I will be for sure. But I um, definitely would suggest if you are not a part of it. You know, I, I've connected with people probably half my age to those older than me. And I feel like I have friends, again, all over the place and just really look, like I said, look forward to um, every time we have a get together. It just feels like I'm getting together with the girlfriends. So something I would highly suggest. Thank you, Cindy. And that's a really great point. You know, no matter what church you go to, we don't talk about the different denominations out there. You know what brings us together as Daughters of Christ? It is this. And this is what we talk about. And this is what we focus on is the two words of God. So thank you for bringing that point up. And we are, we are sisters in Christ. God is just through COVID and through everything that's happening, he's like, okay, I want this sister to be friends with this sister. And he's just like, these are my daughters and I'm bringing them together. And we're more powerful when we're together. So Hannah, I see your kiddos aren't right next to you. Are you able to talk? Yes. So they're sleeping. So I'm good. Well, I joined the Bible Babes when it very, you know, was a new thing. And I was listening to a podcast. So that's how I found out about it. And I went to a, the same church for a decade and served the entire decade and never felt connected and never felt seen. I never felt like I had any like real relationships even from it. And like they always say, well, serve. Well, I served for the full 10 years. And then at that point, I had pretty much just had my son and I had postpartum depression and I needed something to like help me feed in some truth into my misery. And so I would listen to it in the moments I had in the shower, I would listen to Mindy. And it just made such a big difference to me to have somebody who was like godly, but wasn't pressuring that didn't make you feel like you couldn't feel all the suckiness you feel like all of those things. It was never an issue and it still was fun. And so that's what I would do every time I would take a shower, I would listen to Mindy on the replays. And not only does the community speak truth and is encouraging, we can talk about literally anything, but like you have real girlfriends out of this. I, I have like people who I consider my best friends because of this. And I may have seen them one time or I may have only talked to them on here. And they literally are like best friends to me. I will always have these relationships and they mean so much to me. Um, and to put it simply, if you are what you hang out with, I want to hang out with Michelle. I want to hang out with Mindy. I want to hang out with Deborah. I want to hang out with Megan. Like I could list off 20 people at the top of my head who 
those are the people that I want to surround myself with. Those are the people who I want to be more like. So I want to spend time with them and, and they're fun and loving and sweet. And they all are different too. They always, they all bring different, beautiful qualities to the table and they're all great. Like if you want to surround yourself with genuinely, fearlessly loving human beings who will care about you regardless of where you're at in life and what you do and how you look, these are the people that you surround yourself with. And they will always speak, speak truth to you. And it's not like the confusing spiritualism that is speak your truth. It's real truth. And it's based on something that they can literally show you. Like, hey, look this particular place up because it backs this up. It's not like something that will change in a year, in 10 years, or based on your feelings or where you're at. It's, it's solid foundational truth. Um, we pray together. We've grown together. So, you know, being better from postpartum depression and all of that, I have such a deeper spiritual walk with the Lord because, because I have all these options out here, the different devotionals and the Bible studies that we do and like people who are also doing them with me. It's such a commitment now in my life, which I read my Bible all the time before, but it's deeper now. It's more like grounded. And I could not imagine not doing these things every single day now where before, you know, maybe I went a week without reading my Bible and then I would come back to it where now it's, it's so much more every single day. And it would be, it's very strange to not do it every single day. And that's how you grow in the Lord too. It's just that everyday commitment. Um, so they really, you know, make that easy to do and simple to do every single day. It's not overwhelming. Um, yeah. And I just don't think I would ever be in the place that I am right now if it wasn't for the Bible babes as far as spiritually, but also like I work out, you know, there's so many resources just for your life. And when you're frustrated with parenting, you can text somebody and be like, Hey, you know, this is really a struggle right now for me. Can you pray for me? Or maybe give me a word of advice or what you did. And like all of that stuff is there. So again, wherever you're at in your life, all of these people are there for you. And many of them have gone through things that you would not expect them to, because we've all had, you know, things happen. And I think that also creates another layer of like a non-judgmental zone because we've all been through things. We've all seen things. We've all had, you know, hurts and pains. And then also Mindy doesn't ever present and Michelle doesn't ever present like what they read in the Bible intimidatingly. Like you, you're not ever looked at like you don't know enough. You're not ever looked at like you need to be in a certain place in your walk. This community is for a very well-grounded, godly woman to somebody who's a brand new Christian, like in everything in between. So that's all I have. Thank you, Hannah. And you brought up a wonderful point. You said you listened to Mindy when you were like in the bathroom getting ready and all that jazz. Um, everything like on Wednesdays, it's always recorded as you saw probably when you got on. And then we have a membership portal. So you can see all the recordings that we do on our calls and then all the previous Bible studies and some different things. So we have some fun resources that are going to be coming up in there. So thank you for sharing that. Okay, let's see. Charlene, would you mind hopping on? Hey, everybody. Thanks, Michelle. And thanks, Mindy, for um, for having this bring a bring a babe uh, friend today. Um, I'm kind of an over explainer, so I'm going to try and keep it really brief here. Because <laughs> you know me, I kind of tend to go on and on. But um, what brought me to the Bible babes was, um, well, I'll give you I'll give you a little bit of history here. Um, I've always struggled with fitting in like all my life. And if you picture this, 
Um, I was a little girl with, you know, bright red hair. My mom was a hairdresser. She uh, permed my hair one day and chopped it all off. So I looked like a clown. I wore glasses. I had a patch over my eyes. So you can imagine what my childhood was like. (laughs) And um, I got teased a lot. I never felt like I fit in. And throughout my life, I've had all these different groups of wonderful friends over the years, but I've always kind of gone from group to group to group. Um, And then I became a a stepmom really early in life. Um, When I was 23, I met my husband and he came with three wonderful kids. And uh, we we fought in court over the years to try and get them out of a really bad situation. So finally, we had the kids all in a really good, safe place. Um, the youngest one, our son, he, um, went off to the military. He got a wonderful scholarship and he was in engineering and second year in, um, we got a knock on the door and he had died by suicide. So, um, then that put us into, of course, the state of grief. Um, I turned to church. I had a little bit of a foundation of going to church in Sunday school when I was a kid and then went away from the church a little bit when I was older. And then um, his funeral actually was at a church. And I had the um, the pastor's wife that was, you know, constantly emailing me and just saying, hey, you know, I'm just checking in to see how your family's doing. And so there was one day where I just kind of sat up in bed and I said to uh, my husband, I think I really need to go to church today. And he said, then you should. And, and I said, do you want to come with me? And he said, no, he was very angry with God um, going through the grief process and everything. So I went and, um, I love my church. I love the people there, but again, I was put in that situation where I didn't feel like I fit in anywhere. So I, I was part of a women's group that was doing Bible studies and then that kind of ended. And, and then I was part of another community group. And then, you know, the other day I got an email saying, Oh, you know, like you might be in this group now. And I just, it's like, when you're going through grief and you feel, um, judged and you're feeling, um, you know, especially when a child dies by suicide, um, you're already feeling judged. You're already feeling like you failed as a parent. And then when you're kind of shuffled around from group to group, you feel like you, like nobody wants you. You feel like, okay, like I'm not good enough. Uh, nobody wants me. I'm getting a little bit emotional here. And so I came across um, the Bible babes and I, years ago, I did beach body stuff and which was wonderful. And when Sage, our son passed away, I, I kind of got away from the beach body stuff, but I still followed Mindy on social media and I kept hearing about this Bible babes group and everything. And then when COVID happened, um, I felt even more disconnected from the church and I didn't really have a group there where, you know, people to check in with or, or have that connection. I had um, individual connections with people, but not as a group. And so there was one day and I just thought, you know, I, I just need something more. And so I joined the Bible Babes and I was immediately like welcomed and um, I didn't feel judged. I was put into a, like a smaller group and um and it's just been wonderful. It's just been, it's made me grown, grow even more as a Christian. Um, it's, um, you know, doing the, the Bible, you know, the Bible studies that we do, um, being able to hop on to the calls every week and see everybody's faces. Um, it's just been, it's just been life-changing for me. So it's just, it's made me feel like part of a community. And I've, I haven't, I haven't had that a lot in my life. And also I, 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 I'm a runner. So I belong to um, a ladies group in the United States, actually, because we live very, I'm in Canada 
and we live very close to the border. And with the borders being closed during COVID, I haven't been able to see my my group of friends down there. So that's been that's been pretty hard. So the fact that I can come on once a week, um, if I miss the call, I can watch it on the replay. Um, doing the Bible studies. Um, if I need, you know, a prayer for something, I can just go onto my phone and just send a message to the group saying, hey, y'all, like I need, a, you know, I need you to pray about this and and getting the responses that I do and just feeling very, very loved and very welcome. It's just been, it's just been an amazing experience for me. So thank you. Thank you so much. Anything for myself as well. I'm an introvert. And if I didn't leave the house to go volunteer with my therapy dog, I probably would be here 24 seven. I literally probably leave the house now only nine hours. And that's because she works and I have to drive her. Um, so I love too, that I can just sit in the comfiness of my, my house. And if I want to mute myself and not say anything, I don't have to, but it's just to be around other women that I know they love me. I love them. And, you know, and sometimes it's not easy to love each other. But one thing that I will say is lift each other up in prayer. So every day I go through and I look at, I actually go on the Facebook or Facebook and um, look at everybody so I can see their face and I just pray. And then once you start praying for everybody, it's like, oh my gosh, I, I just love her. And then, you know, I can just, I don't know how to explain it, but God has created such a beautiful community within the Bible, babe. So I praise him for that. Megan, would you mind sharing a few words, please? Oh, can you hear me? Oh, very good. Um, my name is Megan Costantino. Um, I live in North Dakota. Um, I'm an empty nester of two daughters. I've been for six years now. Um, I came to Bible Babes. I had, uh, you know, seen Mindy through fitness on social media and worked out with her in, in, in the years of Turbo Jam seeing her on those. And, and I had seen that she was forming this group for women. And, and I thought, you know, this would probably be really great for me. My, um, we moved to North Dakota for my husband's job. So I, I didn't have any women friends here and, um, we don't belong to a church here. So, um, I decided to, you know, join and it's just been wonderful. I, I get to see all of you beautiful women every week if I can get on and, um, you know, uh, we get to do some fabulous Bible studies, which I haven't done in quite a while. So it's kind of reconnected me with, uh, you know, with scripture and reading scripture and writing scripture. And it's brought me, starting to bring me out of my bubble. I'm still a little, you know, I get a little nervous sometimes. <laughs> or I don't want to, you know, answer questions. I'm not sure how I should answer, but I never feel if I do answer it, if it's right or wrong, because we just, you know, it's just really great. I I really enjoy being here. Um, Going to the retreat and meeting the women that got to go was so much fun. Um, It'll be so much fun next year. Um, I hope more of uh, more of the ladies get to join us and experience it. Um, so that's um, if, if you're thinking about joining a group of women that you can talk to just about anything, um, this would be a group for you because we're just we're all different. Um, we all come from different places in the United States, but we we all have that one connection, and that's you know Jesus, and um, that it's just beautiful. 
Thank you, Megan. And that's a really great point. Oh, I just lost it. Sorry, my dog's barking. <laughs> uh, sorry, if you can hear her. Um, this is such a great space and I love it. It's a place for all of us to come together, to learn about Christ, to be able to go out into the world. So this is probably the safest space. And I'm always trying to encourage everyone to share, to talk. You don't have to, but I think this is a safe space that we can be together, that we can start talking. So if we can start talking, you know, first start with yourself in the mirror and then talking about Christ with other women, and then you're able to go out into the world. And that's what the Lord calls us to do. I mean, our great commission from Christ is to go into the world and to talk about him. So thank you. Is there any other, I have one thing I'm going to talk about crock pot and microwaves in a second, but is there any other babes that would like to share something quickly before I continue and then do a quick prayer? Anybody else? Jody, are you popping on? Do I see your hand? Okay. I am Jody Holly. I live in Wisconsin and um, I knew Mindy through fitness and she was actually one of the first people that I ever heard talking about reading their Bible every day. Like my entire life, she was the first person that I heard that from. Um, so when she said she was starting the babes, I'm like, I'm in whatever you're doing, I'm in. And I just have so much gratitude and appreciation for all of the women in this group. You've taught me so many things, um, how to pray better. Um, is the number one thing that I wanted to bring up in here. Um, how to let your guard down because this group is non-judgmental. Um, I'm a person who generally like puts up walls and protects myself and I'm tough. I can handle anything. I can control anything. And God has taught me um, that it's not up to me and that he's ultimately in control and that we have each other to rely on for prayer and when there's more than one that are praying, God delivers on his promises and he always comes through for you. And that's the one thing that I really love about the babes. Plus, we get to talk about all things girly. So whether I show up in workout clothes or something fancy, nobody cares. So that's it. Absolutely. Thank you. Brenda, did you want to say something or you're just saying amen? I see your... Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's my amen. No, I was just going to say kind of what she said about... Um, and my, my girl Melanie's on here. Everybody wave hi to Melanie. Yay, I'm so glad you're here. Um, that the, the most important thing for me with this group has been prayer because um, I've had some big needs in prayer for the last year. And just by sending a prayer to the group, God answered them and immediately sent peace and calm over myself and my family. So it's been a huge blessing just because of that. And two, um, sweet Michelle taught us about scripture writing. And even though, you know, I journaled and did all that stuff with all the different Bible studies I've been in, I've never been one to necessarily write out a bunch of scripture. And she has taught us about that. And now I have a whole book and it's divided by, you know, scripture on um, prayers for children, um, God's truth. Um, if you're suffering, if you need healing, you know, all the different areas that people need prayers in and need to know script, what, what his truth is about it. I have it all sectioned off and just, I, yeah. So this group has brought a lot of blessing. It's been two years now since I've been in it. And it's a great group of ladies. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you, Brenda. Praise God. You know, I used to, during the school year, when my kids were in school, I would always do different Bible studies and lead different groups and do different things. And I remember probably like 15 years ago, 
my son said to me, he's like, I don't even know why he didn't know summer wasn't almost over. And he said, is summer almost over? He said, because when you're doing a Bible study, you're so much nicer. And so that's when I started to do more Bible studies in the summer. So that's one thing that I like about the babes. We always have stuff going on. So I love that. So I am going to share and I want you to think about your own spiritual journey. And I'm going to talk to you about microwave or crockpot. So when you think about our society, oftentimes, I know I, I want everything done now. Your boss may want it done yesterday, but in your spiritual life, are you a microwave or a crockpot? Sometimes I think that, or I want God to answer my prayers in a microwave fashion. You know, you pray a prayer. Let's say I prayed it this morning and I'm like, okay, God, I want an answer. And sometimes if the answers don't come quickly or quickly that we think that they should come, we're like, come on, God, what's going on? And you may decide to go ahead and do something on your own and not wait for God in his direction. You know, I know oftentimes it is difficult to wait on God's timing. We may be looking for a microwave faith, not a crockpot faith. We may be looking to get delivered, to set free, to be healed, or whatever is most important on our needless that day to be dealt with right now and have it over. But when you really think about it, that's not the way the spirit works. And that's not the way that our Abba Father has planned it. And that's not the way that Jesus lived it out. But when we're in crockpot mode, we pray, we rest in the knowledge that God's timing is best. It is better just to wait upon the Lord, let him work it out in his own timing, his way, as he sees fit little by little. And that's where I see when I'm in a waiting period and waiting for God and I'm not having patience, that's when I go to my girls. That's when I go to my ladies and say, pray for me. I am not being patient or whatever that may be. So it is just better to trust that no matter how long it takes, in the end of time, in God's crockpot will result in sweeter, more tender, and more fruitful outcome that will enable us to live faithfully and courageously. You know, often that God has to let simmer, or think about this. So sometimes God has to let things simmer in our life before he answers our prayer. So many times in my life, I've seen God's handiwork after the situation. We know hindsight's twenty twenty. But if God had answered the prayers the way I wanted him when I wanted him to, I don't think a lot of things for me personally wouldn't have gone as well as they did. You know, God knows what is best for us and when it is best for something to happen. And I always like to bring scripture into different things that I say, and I'm not going to have us look anything up. I know we're getting close to our time, so I apologize. Um, But I want you to see God working in a microwave fashion and crockpot mode. So think about Daniel in the lion's den. I think we all know that, you know, God worked immediately to shut the mouth of the lion. If I was Daniel, I would have said, hmm, why didn't God act before I was thrown in? But Daniel being thrown into the lion's den was used to reflect God's glory and God's power, all for the glory of God, right? So God also works in his crockpot mode. So I want you to think about Joshua in the battle of Jericho. If you remember this story, the people of Israel, they were to march around the wall for seven days. So me, if I was marching around that wall, I could just be like, okay, God, how come I can't go around it three times? Why can't I go around it five times? Why seven times? But think about what was happening during that time that they were going around that wall. So during that time, Rahab, and we all know who she is in Jesus's lineage, and if not, I encourage you to look that up, but she was getting her family ready to leave Jericho. So 
Could it be that God took seven days of marching around Jericho to save one woman and her family? Could it be that God took that time for this one woman who was faithful to God in spite of her lifestyle, in spite of her whole community being against God to show his glory? So I'm not sure, but I think most of the Israelites probably didn't know about Rahab, but God did. So in God's perfect timing, he rescued the Israelites and Rahab. God gave them victory in the battle in his crockpot mode. So I'm going to ask you again, are you in crockpot mode or are you in microwave mode in your spiritual life? No matter what is going on, I want you to please remember that God is always in control, even when we feel like everything is out of control. We need to trust God and in God's timing. So I'm going to go ahead and close this in prayer. Sorry, we're a minute over, ladies. Michelle, can I just ask, um, just as we're doing our prayer, uh, there was a school shooting in Arlington. Yeah, Mindy had mentioned that. Thank you. I will. But also, I live in Arlington, Virginia. And we had uh, we had a shooter scare this morning at our school. Oh, you did as well. There wasn't. They didn't find evidence of a shooter, but they had to lock down the school, and then they had to send all the kids home. So if we could just say like, yeah, an extra prayer. I don't know if it was something to do with Arlington today, or if it was. I, I don't know, but it was just very, very bizarre. We don't usually have shooter scares in our um, in our oh, school. Yeah. So yeah. Absolutely. Thank you for Deborah bringing that attention. Okay, ladies, just close your eyes and relax. Dear Heavenly Father, please forgive me. Forgive us for the times that we want to rush through tough times, hoping just to get out of the fire as quickly as possible. Help us surrender to your will, your way, and your time, Wednesday by Wednesday. So we can drive out the enemy in a powerful and fully effective ways. Lord, we just lift up the shooter and the teacher that was shot in Texas. Lord, we just ask for a hedge of protection around that entire area for those kiddos. Lord, I just pray for those kids, for the teacher's family, for the other teachers. Lord, I pray that there would be many Christian women and men that would go into those schools and just give those children the reassurance and just to be there for them and to hear them and to listen. I pray that shooter is caught very quickly, Lord. Lord, we also lift up the, the shooting scare that happened in Arlington. Lord, this world is out of control and is crazy, Lord, but we don't have to be afraid. We can rest at your feet. We can rest in the throne room. We know that you are in control, that you have won and you have victory overall. Lord, I pray for these beautiful women. I pray for the women that could be listening to the recording later. Lord, I pray that if any woman is teetering to becoming the babe, if this is the right place for them, I pray that they go to you first, that they pray if this is a community that you want them to be. And Lord, we love you and we thank you. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen.